That's the nature of your emergency. Welcome to Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And for today's episode, we're going to talk about the pain of watching your parents get older. And in particular for me, it's also going to be the pain of not getting to watch one of your parents age. My mom passed away four years ago. And for anybody that is close to me or close to my family, they have a very solid understanding of the type of relationship that my mom and dad always had. They were married for 34 years. And my entire life growing up, my dad did nothing but show love and support to my mom, myself, and my five brothers. In fact, I just had a friend over fixing one of our garage doors at our house. And he used to live across the street from us. And he was talking about how my dad is such a family man and how none of us could do wrong by my dad because the only thing he cares about is being a dad and the best dad that he can to all of us kids. And my whole life, I've always looked up to my dad. He's this strong man. He has an incredible business sense. And he has confidence that sometimes gets him in trouble. I'm talking, we go to a restaurant, and if the waitress doesn't smile, he'll blatantly ask if she had a problem because she didn't get laid last night kind of confidence. But after my mom passed away, for the first time in my life, I saw my dad start to break. I saw all of his courage and strength start to dwindle away. He thought that he had to find a companion, to find love right away. He thought it would be simple to just replace my mom. He needed someone to just go to dinner with every night. He he needed someone to just talk to whenever he wanted. But he tried a little too hard for the first year when he never really processed the emotions of grief after dealing with the sickness of my mom for nine months and then her death. We've luckily not had to experience what cancer was like until my mom got sick. And for you as you're listening, if you've ever had to be the one to take care of somebody with cancer in particular somebody with terminal cancer, then you know how much that changes the lives of everybody that's involved. And my dad was broken. He broke so bad to the point that he developed depression. He wouldn't take help. He couldn't even talk about my mom without getting upset. He would call me crying because all he could do was think about my mom. And I finally had to take a stance. And I decided to make him an appointment. And 
the main reason was because my husband and I started to notice some very dramatic changes in his behavior. He became incredibly forgetful, incredibly careless, careless to the point of if a stranger were to ask him for a thousand dollars on the street, he didn't care and he would hand it over. Not that that happened and who knows if it did, but that's just to express the point of depression that my dad was facing. And he got on depression medication. Another year went by. His mood, his behavior, daily phone calls with him, every time we would see each other, which was several times a week, he just wasn't himself. He started to forget things that started to become a little dangerous. He jokingly called me and told me this story one day about how he met up with some people for lunch and somebody had brought in his car keys because he left them in his car with the ignition running. And mind you, we all have careless mistakes when our minds are wandering and when we're busy throughout our day, but this was different. It was different because of the compounding elements that played into fact. And I ended up taking him to a geriatric specialist who tested him for dementia. And to sum it up, he was diagnosed with the onset of dementia. And if I thought my dad was broken before, hearing those words crumbled him. Crumbled him to the point of him not even wanting to be in existence at the mere fact of somebody taking away his rights, his responsibilities. So he agreed to go on medication, and he agreed to some new guidelines. I am my dad's daughter, and he has no one else in his life who would even be willing to step up in the way that I knew as a child that any child who loved, loves their parents should. So I've taken on the responsibilities of helping facilitate his bills and his medications, his health, all of his appointments, any of his sadness, anything that's going on in his life, I make sure that everybody around him knows that we need to have some kind of check-in system. My parents never had any kind of living trust. We had to put all of that into place. And it's been the most difficult thing in my life to deal with losing my mom and then the thought of losing my dad, only losing him while he's still here. And maybe as you're sitting there listening to this, this is hitting home for you. Admittedly, it's difficult for me to have this conversation with you through a microphone. It's difficult because I know that this is the kind of conversation that most people don't talk about. It's not easy to get raw and vulnerable with the fact that it sucks to know that one day your parents are going to die. Call it blunt, but it's the truth. 
And I often question whether it's more difficult for me to watch my dad age or for me to have not been granted the opportunity to watch my mom get older. I know what my mom looks like with a shaved head because chemo took that away from her. I don't know what it's like for my mom to walk through my front door with a full head of white hair. And through this journey, the most important thing that I've taken away is that when I haven't been able to take care of myself first, I know that me being that number one proponent for my dad, I'm not able to take care of him. So I've had to stop many times and check in with myself, ask myself what I need. When I feel like things are too overwhelming or there's another something crazy that's happened in my dad's life, I take stock of what's going on in my own life before I move forward with any kind of plan. And I do this from a place that couldn't be any more selfless. I say that because I know that if I don't take care of myself first, when someone needs me, most importantly at this time, when my dad needs me, I'm not gonna have the energy, the intellect, or even the will to be there for him when he needs me the most. And sometimes that means telling him no. Luckily, after being put on the medication, my dad's symptoms have, I don't wanna say stopped, but they've definitely stopped progressing for now. But I also know that that doesn't mean that things are perfect. I know that with each moment that passes, my dad gets older, as do I. And so I really focus on my health. I focus on my physical health and my mental health. Since my mom passed away and everything I've dealt with with my dad, I've started meditating. And as you listen, if you think that sounds crazy for somebody to sit cross-legged and to silently hmm in their corner, that's not what meditation has to be. Meditation, in my opinion, is a very strong spiritual practice that you create and you adapt to make your own. And I found that's helped a great deal when it comes to me being able to check out of life and check in with myself and then fully come back to life with the abilities to do whatever I need to do with clarity. And there are days when I don't want to work out. There are days when I'm hard on myself about that and I push through the suck anyways and I get it done because I have a, a strict plan and schedule that I follow. 
But there are other days when I'm gracious enough and allowing myself to rest. And as you sit there yourself and you're thinking about any of the difficult times that you might be dealing with, that you've dealt with in the past, or even all the hard times that you know are just around the corner, I would encourage you to plan ahead. Plan ahead with you being the ultimate number one in mind. Think about what you'll need. Think about any kryptonite that you might need to cut out of your life in order to do whatever it is that you need to get done. Do you have friends that you talk to to where every time you get off the phone with them, they just drag you down? Maybe you have immediate family members who just aren't supportive. I encourage you to find the strength to cut them out. Be that temporarily. Be that forever. Be that until they improve their mindset and they're able to support your life. And when you're able to put yourself first and you're able to power through the suck by aligning your own needs so that you can pour into others, then you're really able to enjoy your tactical living. <laughs>